0: Hello. Hey, what's up? <laughs> uh, not going to lie. I just uh so I hadn't had a chance to to watch this uh for the second time. So uh-huh. I just I just got done fucking <laughs> yeah. watching it. Oh my god, dude. As good um, as the first time? No. <laughs> Pretty much the same kind of you know diminishing dimin actually dimin- yeah, diminishing returns on it it's, yeah because uh,
1: you're not like shocked by how bad it is anymore it's just like oh i'm watching this same shitty movie well it's
0: yeah because like the first time i i watched it so <sighs> all right first off everybody welcome welcome to film room uh <laughs> we were a pretty wild fucking episode on our hands here we have keller back and this time around i wanted him to watch kind of just a goofy like almost so bad it's funny type slasher movie um just since we kind of hit such a serious note the last time he was on Uh great episode we got a lot of consumption on it but uh i just kind of want to do a 180 and have us kind of watch like a really shitty slasher film (laughs) and uh yeah so we we chose or i guess he didn't have a say in it i just kind of floated it to him but uh fever lake which is a 1997 slasher film uh starring Corey Haim and mario lopez um yeah it's that the the two leads are a bit misleading uh you'd think that maybe it'd be a better movie because of that but that is simply not the case um so back to what keller and i were talking about before i did the little introduction there i stumbled across this movie and this is background for you keller too probably god i think it was this winter i think it was like Mm -hmm. in december or january um it was like a saturday night my wife and i were like in the living room and just like scrolling through amazon like the horror movies and i saw like the the like poster of it, like Fever Lake. And I was like, what the hell is like that kinda looks interesting. So I clicked on it and I read like the synopsis and everything and I was like, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a shot.
1: Did it show any ratings uh of the movie before you saw it?
0: I dude, I kinda I went into it blind. Yeah. Like I, I think it I think it had like a three and a half rating on Amazon. And honestly I kinda take those with a grain of salt because there's a lot of like really terrible movies that have like four and a half stars i'm like no because there's this movie called like blood rage um that i did a pot like my old podcast i did with like taylor and a bunch of like other friends and stuff like that and that was like this movie blows that movie out of the water for being the worst movie i've ever seen (laughs) and at the time that was like the worst movie i've ever seen and it had like yeah like a four star four out of five stars i'm just like What the hell? And I think it's just because people are like, oh, this made me laugh. So yeah, I'm gonna make like
1: yeah, so bad it's good. Yeah, exactly.
0: So but it was funny because like I started watching it and like yeah, not even probably like five or six minutes in, my wife's like, I'm going to bed. I'm not like (laughs) wasting my time watching this. And I remember like watching it and like like looking around my living room like laughing like God, I fucking wish somebody was like in here like watching this with me because like it is. It is so bad. It's it's so funny. Like, it's just... It's just so weird, dude. Because, you know, it's a 1997 film. It's a direct-to-video release. But, like, I think about movies that came out at the same time. Like, think about Scream. That came out a year before this. <laughs> and, like... Think about how much better the cinematography was and, like, the acting. And just well, like yeah, this just looked like it was filmed in the 80s. Like, this yeah. is the like quality of the cameras. Dude, do you know what it reminds me of? Um, Did you, in, like, elementary school, did Did you ever watch, like, those, uh those like, movies, like The Buttercup Gang or whatever and stuff like that?
1: No. I don't remember The Buttercup yeah. Gang. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, there was, like, this uh, this movie called, like, The Buttercup Gang that was, like, a sh- like, straight-to-TV to movie that had, like, the same type of just kind of cinematography where it's, like, it's it's almost, like, grainy. The- yeah. The film no, looks yeah, it does
1: pretty. feel, like, kind of nostalgic uh, Yeah, for, like, movies from my childhood.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, but I will say, yeah, the second time through watching was, I didn't laugh. Which is not, I laughed. Staring, not blinking,
1: just mouth (laughs) agape.
0: I laughed one fucking time because the my favorite part of the entire movie is when they get pulled over and Corey Haim, like rolls slowly (laughs) rolls his window down and he's like, What did you heard about Fever Lake? Yeah, (laughs) what? (laughs) I just fucking love it, but uh. So did you say that you watched this with somebody? No, I was
1: by myself. um, Just like late one night, uh, decided to pop it on and finally watch it. Yeah, I wish I had been with somebody because I feel like that would have enhanced the viewing experience by a lot. But but yeah, this movie somehow managed to be like bad, but... uh, Like, not in an interesting way, (laughs) just like complete, uh, like boring, bad. And I mean, I like, I I was like fascinated by how to become a movie. And like, uh, I didn't get to get a chance to like look up the budget or anything,
0: Mm -hmm. but like, how it's even got made is so amazing. So, I find it just astonishing that this is an hour and 33 minutes long. And then the second time watching it, I'm like, yeah, now I know why it's an hour and 33 minutes long because nothing fucking happens. Yeah, exactly. It's an hour of just like, first off, it's 20, the first 20 minutes of the movie is them driving from school to the lake. And then the rest of the movie is like all of this, like, like talking about the lore of like the lake and the spirit and all this exposition. It's just like,
1: I think they spent all their money on the driving scene with the helicopter shot.
0: Yes. I was actually just thinking that, like, when the girls would drive by, and then they'd have a shot of, like, the cornfield.
1: Yeah. Well, they did one uh, scene with the guys driving where uh, they did, like, five quick cuts, like, showing the corn passing by, showing, like, the front (laughs) of the car, swinging down to the back of the car, like, passing by the camera going up to a helicopter shot like just showing like the, the cameraman was just like showing off
0: yeah well it's just it's like they were just padding the runtime at that point it's just like come on fellas but actually so yeah i i, I looked up some information on this movie and i couldn't find anything like box off or I guess it wasn't released in theaters but budget wise i couldn't find anything but i can't imagine that it was more than like five or six hundred thousand dollars it was central location um this was all filmed in like kenosha wisconsin and then like a college the college was in like some place in wisconsin Oh yeah, i think it was like
1: carthage college i read in a review
0: yeah and like so that kind of cuts down on your on your costs obviously but um (laughs) so i read like there's this tab on wikipedia that says like like legacy and um, like feed or legacy and like feedback of like the movie or something. And there's a little paragraph in there that says like, yeah, when this movie opened, it was an invite only gala to like some place in Kenosha where like the townspeople would come and watch mm-hmm. this movie. And yeah. And I guess the director was like, we knew this was going to go direct to DVD. We never thought it was going to be like theatrically re- released. Like, yeah, no shit. This wouldn't have survived <laughs> a weekend in theaters. But at the same time, Keller, can you imagine like being, imagine being like a resident of that area and getting invited to that, like showing be like, Oh my God, Corey Haim, the guy that was fucking in boss boys and all these, he's this big movie star. Holy shit. Mario Lopez. He's, he's <laughs> filming in, in my town. He's, He's part of Saved by the Bell. He he's an up and coming actor. And then Bo Hopkins, the guy who plays the sheriff, like he's actually in some like pretty big yeah, movies in that. the seventies and eighties. So it's like, holy shit, this guy's playing the sheriff. Like, this is actually to be really cool. And then showing the up, The white and, guy like, who plays
1: like, the Native American.
0: <laughs> I was convinced that that guy wasn't even Native American. I thought like he was Caucasian, and they were just like, hey, put some put a costume on it. <laughs> And I was like, I was like, first off, this would not fly nowadays well, yeah. <laughs> if that were the case. So, but I tried doing my research too, and I was like looking him up online. I was like, I need to find out if this guy, you know, actually like has like Native American heritage or anything, because I'm like, this is like a big issue if not. <laughs> yeah,
1: I was also doing my research, uh, trying to figure that out. All I found out is that the actor, I mean, he looks white. I don't want to misrepresent him, but. Uh, he, all I found out is he was sued for crashing into a guy's car. Uh, didn't find oh, out bullshit. much else, else about him.
0: Well, I did see on his like IMDB credits that he's he must have been like a stunt double for Patrick Swayze.
1: I could see that. He kind of has the same bone structure.
0: Like for Roadhouse yeah. or some other movie. He was like a stunt double for him or something. I was like, okay, that's kind of cool, but... Yeah, dude, but just imagine being like sitting in that fucking theater and like watching this and being like this is a, this is a slop of shit that fell out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, they this?
1: probably had like a hell of a time uh watching that and be like that's the bait shop I shop at. <laughs> Don't know. I guess I yeah.
0: A accent. Try to find the positive in things I suppose, but <laughs> I still like I kind of felt bad for like choosing this movie and like sending it to you. Cause I was like, <laughs> I feel like going from hereditary, which is like, just like a plus across the board, as far as like filmmaking goes <laughs> to like a 20 plus year old film, straight to DVD pile of garbage. <laughs> probably... Honestly, I'm
1: glad you recommended it cause I never would have watched it otherwise. And
0: I feel like it's one of those
1: movies I'm like, Somehow richer for having experienced, just so I know, like I can appreciate how good other things are.
0: Mm, yes, that's actually what I was thinking too. That's why I brought up like, like Scream, and then I could think of like the first Urban Legend movie and some of the movies that came after that, just like around that era. I'm just like, now I, I really appreciate like the craft and the time that some of these filmmakers put into their, their movies.
1: Yeah, we want to jump into some of the some of the golden scenes from this.
0: Yeah, I I basically so for everyone that doesn't you know really know how I kind of keep track of how the movie goes in like a timeline. I I don't know if you do the same thing, Keller, but I just take like quotes, especially if they're like funny quotes. Yeah, and me I'll too. just take quotes and I'll be like, oh yeah, that scene. So I basically have just a bunch of like quotes on my notepad that i'll kind of go through and i think the first the first one i have i just kind of want to go through the opening scene real quick i don't want to spend too much time on it but it i do you want to say okay (laughs) but let's talk about the music man oh my god terrible that was just it didn't match it was i'm trying it, it reminded me of like the mortal kombat movie like i just that's one i
1: haven't seen either
0: it just, like, very, like, actiony like, sequence, and just, like, I don't know. there It wasn't, like... No, it wasn't... Like, the ominous. tone was not
1: matching what was happening on the screen, except when they were driving in the car, and it was the same, like, guitar, rock
0: guitar riff
1: oh, the yeah. entire time they were driving. Yep. In both cars, they were playing the same radio
0: station, I guess. same one. And it's funny, <laughs> because remember when the boys got pulled over, and then the girls were driving by? It was the same... They were playing yeah. the same music.
1: That's all they could afford was that, like, custom uh, garage band riff
0: track. some fucking royalty-free, just, like, electric guitar riff. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so... And I also want to say, before we fully dig into this movie, we're watching this so you don't have to, folks. Because I don't think anybody should go out of their way to watch this like ever. I mean, if you were isolated stuck in a fucking cabin somewhere and there's a VCR and there's a tape that says Fever Lake, watch the wall before you fucking watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> like that's last resort. This this movie like I guess if you honestly if you were like with some friends and you're getting kind of you know having some drinks, just hanging out, it'd be kind of a fun movie I suppose to just but Yeah, you like, could make some good drinking part. games out of it.
1: And I'm Corey Haim, like really is not subtle trying
0: to uh <laughs> like get people not to talk about fever lake <laughs> or every time uh cory hame is like roughhousing with his boys <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh every time uh what's his name
0: bobby says i gotta call my mom Yes, dude. <laughs> oh my god all right I, we're getting too far ahead here uh so my first quote that I have from this movie is, "We have the curse, boy." Oh, <laughs> well, really? Fucking that bad. was
1: that was like very uh, subtly put in exposition. I wouldn't have known they had the curse otherwise. So I'm glad he he told us.
0: I know. My first time watching, I was like, oh, their eyes are glowing green or they, do they turn into, like, a monster or something? Like, I feel like this movie doesn't know where it wants to go.
1: Yeah, it's somehow, like, the most
0: simple movie ever made while still being incredibly convoluted. Exactly. And I'm just, like, I'm, like, okay. And, like I said, it's, like, an hour before, like, fucking anything happens. And then it's, like, everything's done. You know, it's yeah. it's insane that I just... So, basically, I did a little bit more research and I found out that, like, the writer and the director, two different people, they're both, they both worked in, like, the porn industry before they made this movie. So, I'm like, ah, that kind of makes sense for the whole dialogue issue we have.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I wonder if they're writers for the porn industry or the... They like like they probably like, did the work. camera work honestly based on the great shots we got.
0: Yeah, of all the fucking fog coming off the lake, that was awesome. <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, the uh,
1: <laughs> the guy the original was that his dad, Corey Haim's dad, Al's dad.
0: Yeah, it was Al's dad.
1: Um. Yeah, he had a good grimace going on during that whole sequence killing his wife just they, face contorted and they're fucking
0: ripping off the shining he's he yeah yeah that was yeah. very clear fix his head through the fucking hole in the door they busted open with an axe i'm like come on guys they're not subtle at all
1: yeah it i love how like I, I feel like the actors were given like okay you get this one prompt of something you have to do in this scene and you have to make sure you have to beat it over the audience's head. Yeah. Uh, and for the axe guys, like, now really grimace. And for the mom, it was when you're hanging over the roof side, kick your legs as much as
0: possible. Yep. <laughs> well, and yeah, because I'm like, any normal person would have like, once they got out that window, would have just like, it would have been better to slide down the side of the house and fall into the mud than. Just sit there and let the fucking guy pull you back in. <laughs> like I don't, I just. Folder's don't scary Folders I,
1: scarier than axes.
0: I yeah, I guess I. So another thing too is, I, like, I actually think Mario Lopez is a decent actor. Like he's not like like really good or anything, but I yeah, used I to thought watch sold in this. And but like at the same time, like like it's, it was still pretty bad. Like I I so I used to watch Nip Tuck and Mario Lopez was kind of, like, a recurring character on there, and, like, he actually, like, like, did really well. He played, like, a, like, a Playboy plastic surgeon, and, like, he did, like, he was, I was, like, impressed with his acting skills in, in that series, so I'm, like, like, yeah, it's, and I've seen Corey Haim do, you know, obviously Lost Boys, Lucas, and some other films, and I'm, like, I know he's got, like, really good acting chops, but also, I don't know if you thought the same thing, but could you kind of tell that, like, just looking at Corey Haim kind of looked like he was on drugs? Because this was kind of the time that he was really heavy into his his drug issues.
1: Uh, I could kind of see it. He was looking a little pallid and, uh, yeah,
0: un-
1: uninterested a little bit.
0: Yeah. And, and I'm pretty sure this was like a passion project for him. Like, it was, this was all kind of put together by him. And, He wanted to make this movie and everything, but yeah, I just feel like the writer and the director, like they just didn't really like everything from conversations to like body movement was so unnatural. Yeah. It made me uncomfortable because I'm like the conversations they're having and the responses that people are having to those, like that would never actually happen in real life you know what i mean yeah the writing was very much as if like a high schooler
1: was coming up with a horse college people would talk to each other like and yes. uh, like all super horny and kissing each other
0: see that's the thing too is i have a note in in my pad here that says uh the idea of college is obviously from people who didn't who clearly didn't go to college yeah, like, like when they like the college scene, because like basically we cut from that opening scene where he's like, "You got the curse boy," to like Corey. They're trying to like Albert's really fast and he's cool because he's high fiving everybody after he's running on this track.
1: <laughs> there was a lot of high fiving in this movie. They loved it.
0: Everybody was so cool. They all loved each other. They are just high fiving each other as much as they could, giving um, each other shit
1: high fiving.
0: Oh yeah, they're just having a good time. I wish I was hanging out with those boys. I wish I was going to Fever Lake. That'd be fucking awesome. Not really. But go, honestly.
1: I'd would yeah. risk the uh Spirit Wolf and the um numerous other uh threats that end up being just like completely a uh, tangent to the
0: actual <laughs> plot line yeah like the multiple antagonists that <laughs> you know, aren't really sure like who who's like the main one like what's going on here <laughs> um but yeah i just thought it was funny because like my first time watching this i was so confused because i'm like i'm like are they are they in college or are they are? Is this just like a really big like? Because there's high schools in like yeah, California. Yeah, I thought there was that a high school like, right away. Yeah, like because there's high schools in California just because they have like such a big population. Where like they have high schools that literally, like literally look like like universities because mm-hmm. they have to be that big. And at first I'm like, okay, like maybe they're like they're high school kids, and then they start talking about like staying in the dorms and like you're it's freshman year, and I'm gonna be getting this job, and I'm just like. Oh, they 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 are fucking yeah. college kids, and that's why I made that note. But yeah, it took me about... it took
1: them literally, just like talking about their dorms for five minutes for me to know they were in college.
0: Yeah, dorm rooms. Well, I mean, but but they're still acting like they still act like high schoolers. I mean, I guess they are like freshmen, but still, it was.
1: Just a bunch of freshies.
0: God, it was... It was something else. Now, I want to get to this next part in the cafeteria where we meet... Uh, fuck Sarah. Sarah, who wants to... She's a writer for the school newspaper, but she wants to be the editor next year. And she thinks that this weekend at Fever Lake and her thesis on it is going to get her that editor position. And i'm so i got a confession to make i had so when i was younger when i was in like like probably early middle school i would do a lot of like writing projects so like on my own like handwritten like like horror stories like this and i remember this is coming from like a mind of fucking stupid seven seventh grader right thinking like this is what it's like to be a fucking college kid. Like, you're partying. Like, probably what Corey <laughs> Haim thought it was when he was already that age. Like, a 19, 20-year-old. I'm i I'm envisioning, like, all these people going out to the lake. Like, I'm, I th- I used to write this series called Camp Blood. I wish I could find the notebooks. I think my grandma has them. But it was I, it was awesome. I, I have, like, nine different stories. It'd probably be brutal to read through because, like, gram- grammar errors and everything. But... I remember I would always try to hit those like stereotypes like this is the jock and this is the prep and this is the pretty girl and this is the nerd. And almost every time, dude, I have the nerd bringing a laptop to whatever (laughs) vacation they're going to and being like, I'm not indulging in that. I'm going to be writing (laughs) something just like some fucking nerd. And I'm just like, wow, this they actually did that. They actually did that in this one. (laughs) Yeah,
1: and I don't think there's anything, because, like, they're cliches for a reason. Like, I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with them. But, uh, yeah, I just, uh, they can be done too ham-handedly or, like, just poorly
0: in a movie. Or just doesn't make sense. Well, the part that that bothered me the most was, like, like, we already mentioned that nothing's, like, subtle in this movie. Like, it could have been so subtle where she's, like, She's like, yes, I'll I'll come this weekend, but I have an important thesis that I have to turn in on Monday because I really want to be an editor uh, for the newspaper next year. And it's almost like a conflict, like, like something that's like conflicting for her while she's yeah. like, I'm trying to have hey, I'll, fun. I'll
1: come, but I'll have to, yeah, I'll have to be but spending it's, time writing.
0: It's like every time she was there, she's like, I'm not swimming. I got it right. I got it right. I gotta write about this weekend. She
1: writes, like, four sentences throughout the movie. (laughs) She
0: writes a title. And then also, in my mind... The spirit's writing most of the stuff. I'm like this. I'm like, bitch, how the fuck are you supposed to know what's going on this weekend if you're not even hanging (laughs) out with the people doing the stuff at this location? You're just sitting in the fucking cabin while everyone else is doing (laughs) shit. You don't even know what's going on. That's not journalism. She's
1: she's learning about stuff because of the... Sheriff just barges into her room <laughs> just, to tell her yeah, about just it.
0: Walks in and you go, I got some terrible news for y'all. <laughs> what? How are you doing here? Yeah, she's like <laughs> that's funny because she's like, didn't know you could trespass and he's like, We don't use that word around here. And he's like, What? <laughs> you don't use that word around here? You're fucking you're breaking the law. It's I'm the goddamn a- sheriff. I got bad oh. news. I'll go anywhere. Alright, uh... Did you think that spider scene uh, was so fucking random? <laughs> yes! <laughs> I mean, they kind of, like, looped it back
1: in at the end, but, uh... That was so strange. Like, they... So I guess it was, like, a professor's spider, which... A tarantula. It's a giant tarantula. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> like yeah sarah goes you look like you've seen a ghost <laughs> well um mario is watching the spider crawl across her back and then when they squish it <laughs> when they squish it, it just turns into a, like a mound of goo <laughs> like there aren't any legs left or anything like he just steps <laughs> on it and then it just like changes into an entirely different state of matter it seriously
0: looked like Nickelodeon slime <laughs> yeah. on the ground. And I love that like that's when we finally meet Bobby. He goes, Oh shit, you just you just stomped on Mr. Blah blah blah's like a spider. And then Corey Haim out of fucking nowhere says like Yes Like some, some weird shit to yes. Sarah. I can't remember what he. said. I
1: wrote it down. So do it's, it's a He, like, looks at her, like, super stone face and goes, maybe that spider really did like you. People attract weird things. (laughs) That came out of nowhere. What is is that even connected to?
0: What's that thought connected to? At first, I'd be like, yeah, dude, I'm busy this weekend. I can't fucking make it. Like, that's (laughs) weird shit that you would just say right
1: there. Was anybody, like, refuting that the spider liked her? maybe it really really did like like you people attract weird
0: things yeah it actually liked you okay (laughs) maybe you're my mom you should probably feel bad that i killed it (laughs) i turned it to goo i squished the shit out of it oh my god that yeah that was seriously that was so random but like It's almost like something, like, the second time through, I'm just like, yeah, you know, I'm expecting, I'm just expecting anything that comes out of Corey Haim's mouth to be (laughs) fucking outlandish and just weird. But the first time watching, you know, I wish wish it would have been my first time watching, because it was like, seriously, I'm, like, laughing my fucking ass off in my living room by myself, like, looking at my dog, like, are you fucking watching (laughs) this shit? Like, this is insane. I
1: don't know if it was supposed to be, like, a reveal that Corey Haim was the kid from the beginning but uh, it was I mean it was incredibly clear obviously but yeah they could not have made it clear that he was the cursed kid
0: well yeah because it's like we're going to Fever Lake where the audience knows all this shit happened in the past we're going to the same house that was in the opening and then that girl's like so your parents just leave the door unlocked, and he just goes, "I gotta go grab the bags." <laughs> Doesn't even answer.
1: Oh, well, then Mario goes, "Hey, take it easy." He's an orphan.
0: <laughs> That's right. Oh, geez, I didn't know that.
1: I wonder how long these people have like known each other. If they're just uh, just met in college or what? So th-
0: this is my theory: they're all freshmen. And it looked very like like fall, like fallish. Like it looked very like September to me. Especially yeah, I mean, they, they were the
1: wearing water. like uh, turtlenecks uh, yes. and shivering and
0: stuff. And they're getting in the water. So,
1: yeah. Like I'm just. That like, makes
0: sense. It's got to be like maybe like end of September or something. Like they, they've only known each other for like a, a month or something. But. Um, who who is that one so it's who are the girls it was sarah and then the two others do you remember their names danielle is yeah. the uh one
1: who was with uh cory at the beginning danielle and and he said hey danielle thanks for the kiss oh, yeah that's right
0: just awkward as fuck. Like no one would ever say that. Oh, by and the when
1: way, they, I just remember when they were first talking, noticing like the camera just going in a circle, like a, stepping in a circle around them, like as they were talking to make it like dramatic.
0: Yeah, cameraman was going nuts with this one. He was fucking. He's like, this is the only time I don't have to like just sit there stationary and look at like some guy going to town on someone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is probably his big break.
0: Seriously, uh, yeah, I can't yeah. remember the third
1: girl's name. It was like Stacy or something.
0: Yeah, she was like the ditzy one. Yeah, of the group, but it was funny because I remember like the locker room scene where they're like they're they're talking about like how we'll just call her Stacy, how she likes Bobby, she thinks Bobby's like hot or whatever. And then Danielle's talking about fucking Albert, which is Corey Hayes' character. And he's like, I just love that he's shy. I think it's so cute. I'm like, what girl would just, what girl would fucking like a guy that's just like, that's like, what do you like about this guy? He's shy. He's, he's just shy. <laughs> well, he's also, cute. I think they
1: mentioned that Bobby's incredibly horny or something. Yeah, well, the but, like, guys mentioned to that, that too,
0: because like, I remember that cringy scene in the car where it was like, like. Mario Lopez character is like, Yeah, I went on a date with this girl. And he's like, Yeah, do you boner? And he's like, Jeez, man, you're sick. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, Is that all you think about is sex? You're a real horn dog.
1: They did make Bobby pretty uh eclectic in this movie. Like, he could not wait to call his mom. Like they really gave him that direction to be like, okay, you're gonna
0: just keep saying we need to get there i need to call my mom see kelly that is why the first time watching this i was confused cuz i'm like they're college kids why would he need to call his his mother to let her know his whereabouts like he's living in the dorms he's not living with them anymore
1: i thought yeah I, I i think they wanted to make it something where like oh he's like this super like horny cool guy but like his quirk is that he's a mama's boy or something so yeah, he just yeah. wants to check in with her and let her know where he's going but he yeah he was uh, definitely leaning into that direction
0: I love that like the hornball because I feel like most of the time like especially now or just like like in like slasher tropes it's like the hornball is like the, like, the big buff jock guy can't wait to fuck you know what I mean and this time around it's Bobby like 5 foot 4 like just scrawny wearing wearing like a Harry Potter t-shirt like where it's like like, <laughs> like part of like fucking like Slytherin or whatever I'm just like he's got his cloak on like and mo- that's, St- that's Stacy girl that Stacy girl was actually like she was actually pretty cute and it's like wait so, this Stacy chick is easily out of, like, the, she's, first off, she's, like, like six inches taller than him, it looked like. And it's, like, she she's into him. Really? This fucking weirdo? Come on. He, he's a short, Bobby's a short king. I Isn't love it? how he, I love how he feels left out the entire weekend. Did you ever, did you hear that line? When, when Sarah opens up that door to, like like 30 fucking skinned animals or whatever (laughs) and he shows up late and he's like what i miss and then they're like nothing man and then Corey's like let's eat some red meat and then he's like i miss everything (laughs) they also decided like halfway
1: through the movie that every time bobby talks everyone else would just tell him to shut up like that was their decision with bobby's character to just uh have him be shut down. I felt bad for him at a certain point. But he got the girl at the end.
0: That kind of confused me. Because I was like, I knew she liked Bobby. But then, like, on the car ride there. Or maybe in the diner. Danielle brought brought up Steve's name. Mario Lopez's character to that Stacy girl. And it sounded like she wanted to, like, hook up with him. And I'm like, wait, you fucking chose this Bobby over Mario Lopez? I think every Sing? character was horny. Yeah, why were they singling Bobby out? Everyone, <laughs> everyone was as horny as the next. I, I think. Was well, actually,
1: Steve him. Mario was the only one I feel like who never mentioned uh, liking anybody else. I think he might have been asexual. Seriously,
0: Mario seemed like the most like morally just, just like good <laughs> <Yeah>. character. <laughs> just like I'm here for my bros. I'm here to have a good time. I'm here to fish. But, shut up, Bobby <laughs> hey, he's an orphan. Don't talk about it there, okay. He's like, hey, cool it, He's an orphan, yeah, he's like, play big Brother the entire weekend, like, hey, he's a fucking orphan. Don't say that,
1: but yeah, so they get to the cabin after the long car ride. Bobby gets to call his mom and then they have like a scene where um. We get to see or the, the diner, where yeah. well obviously the town has a secret. And they Everyone don't like outing
0: Adams. Yeah, that was uh that was interesting. I also liked how like when the girls they ordered their three iced teas and then they like didn't even take a sip out of them. They're like let's get out of here. This is weird. And you know how they transitioned to standing outside in the car. And I think that's where they had the conversation about like Steve and Bobby. Then that Lila waitress walks out and they don't even like like this is what i mean by like n- this would never happen in real life they don't go hey what's up or hey or hi or like <laughs> a normal greeting she goes where are you going
1: you've yeah. <laughs> never met this woman. tell before. us which way <laughs> you're going home
0: <laughs> she seriously said she did say that she's like how are you getting home she's like oh i take a <laughs> shortcut <laughs> great well see ya well see ya she's like well, what, what was it about that lake again and, and that's when the boys show up remember they're like that was that was that seemed like such a weird time to like for like a director to be like yeah the, and the boys are gonna show up while like we're in the <laughs> middle of this like this like conversation with this girl who's like explaining the lake cause it's like well they had oh,
1: to have the boys show up cause Corey had to give a knowing look to the waitress to tell her not to say anything
0: he's like hey he's like don't say anything about this <laughs> and they all just like well
1: Corey's an orphan doesn't want anybody talking about the, any talking bad about lake
0: i seriously like i love the fact that like cory haim thinks that like well like guy friends will mm-hmm. like seriously they're like they're like they're like punching. They're like punching each other in the arms and like like grabbing each other's necks and like roughhousing each other and just being like, like that's like how they like hang out and stuff. Like I I, I don't think I've ever seen that constant physical contact. You're Like, oh, your mama's boy. He's like putting him in like a rear naked choke and just like fucking <laughs> like just like wringing his neck. It's like, come on, fellas. It I'm like one time. Like that's the thing about this movie is it's never just one time. No, all we okay, seriously, all we needed from Corey Haim was a subtle roll down of that window when he like looks at the the sheriff and he's like, "What about Fever Lake?" And he's like, "I know." Now yeah. I know. No, we needed eight fucking instances where he's like, he's like, "Hmm, Fever Lake, huh?" I don't think there's anything wrong with this place. No, I can't play truth or dare. <laughs> yeah. Didn't he, like, not know how to play truth or dare?
1: That's what he said. He's like, never,
0: that's because I've never played before. How the fuck have you never played that?
1: <laughs> He's an orphan.
0: I guess that's he, true.
1: His dad would have taught him.
0: That's right. Only dads teach their sons how to play truth or dare.
1: <laughs> I think the writers
0: wanted to make it seem like,
1: oh, he doesn't want to play because somebody's going to ask him about the lake or something. Because, like, he doesn't want to feel pressured into say anything, saying anything. But that just seems so out, out of nowhere, too. It's like, no, we can't play truth or dare. He's just panicking.
0: Yeah. So, here's my thing, too. Like, I look at, like, Corey's whole, like, social structure within this group as, like, I feel like he doesn't even interact with, like, some of the people in the group. Like, especially that Stacy character. Or if, if he's talking to anyone, it's like, hey, don't talk about that. Or it's like yeah. or, or it's like the only time they're talking to him is like, geez, thanks, Albert, for inviting us this weekend. And he's just like, yeah, thanks for making it.
1: <laughs> yeah, really, the only time he has like semi-normal conversations is at the college. Uh, when he's yeah. like, initially talking to um, Danielle and then like in, on, on the car ride before – they get pulled over he's like normal but from the second they get pulled over he's just like cagey uh just like saying subtle hints about fever lake type Corey.
0: another thing that i noticed that like just kind of proves my point that like i feel like Corey doesn't know how like normal human beings like really interact is that the the scene where they're driving through like on that gravel road and then his like jeep stops and he's like i swear to god this thing was filled to the brim and it's like <laughs> completely empty and uh did he like on the way there <laughs> mario lopez is like hey is there a bait and tackle shop near here and Cory's like of course there is! It's, we're on a lake! And then, and then he turns around looks at fucking Bobby and he, like, mouths like, Can you believe this guy? Like, yeah. I'm like, That would never happen. Come on! He's, like, doing the little circle around his head like crazy. This guy's insane! This guy's never been out of the city! Oh my god. Yeah, but Like, he's he always just kind of seemed like an like an outsider to the group and then that makes me think like you're like obviously i'm thinking too far into this but like clearly they didn't think like the director and the writer didn't think about this like okay these people have probably known each other for a month a month like maybe six weeks at most and like there is no way that Corey hames character would ever be able to rally like even one person let alone like the five people that he's got to like hey my family's got a lake place <laughs> you guys yeah. should come hang out with me this weekend no fucking way that would never happen
1: especially since he's not offering them like any drugs as a uh, incentive yeah. for them to come um but yeah like he doesn't seem to have any charisma whatsoever mm-hmm. like I go back, like even talking to Danielle at the beginning, he actually is like very weird. Um, talking to her, he's just yeah. like stuttering and he's like, "Hey, th- thanks for the kiss." See me run out there.
0: Yeah, but and and yeah, exactly. It's like, no, if there is a fucking person like that. Like a girl like Danielle would never be like. I think he's hot because he's because shy and he's awkward. <laughs> no, no, Corey Haim. Are you shy and awkward, and do you wish like girls talk to you like that? No, that is not the case. I could see
1: Mario going with Corey to the cabin just alone, just being a good being buddy a good to friend, mate.
0: Yeah, just being like, "Hey, man! Like, we were randomly selected to be dormmates. He doesn't have a lot of <laughs> friends. He's super excited He's about this." And... Yeah, he's, he, he's an orphan. He told me his whole fucking life story. That You got to think about that, too. How many nights do you think Mario Lopez was – they're probably sleeping in bunk beds, right? How many nights do you think Mario Lopez is laying up on the top bunk and Corey Hames on the bottom and Corey Hames just spilling his fucking guts to him and <laughs> Mario Lopez is like, yeah, man, that sounds real rough.
1: <laughs> hey, at least you're really fast.
0: Fastest yeah. guy on the track team. You should go. Uh, you should go run on the track tomorrow. Yeah,
1: maybe Danielle kiss you.
0: But that's the thing too is like Corey's like Corey's trying to make his character seem like the coolest guy on campus because even even after his like fucking three hundred foot race, I don't even did he finish? Foot. Didn't he like? I don't even think he finished first. I think he was like third or fourth, and he's still like turning around and he's like high fiving everyone, being like, "Everyone likes me. I'm fast and I'm cool." And everyone likes me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I read a funny, actually I haven't pulled up here, a funny uh, review of a guy who worked at Carthage College who um, like saw all the filming happening. Oh, he said the, no. uh, the track scene filming was hilarious and that everyone there was faster than Corey, <laughs> and also running. They yelled at anyone who even came close to keeping up with him to fall back and make it look like that little guy could actually keep up and win. Interesting angles they take on that to make him look taller than he is, dot, 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 dot. He's really short. (laughs) I was in the background, also in the stands as they ran by. I can only see my legs in the shot as they run by them. Took all day just to film that short segment and the one leading up to it with the people walking down a hill toward a fence near the track. (laughs) Interesting insight there yeah apparently uh I fucking love that the little guy couldn't keep up i
0: absolutely i that is exactly how i envision that set being i love that dude that's awesome that that's like a hidden gem that you found seriously that's what i think i think that like Corey hame is like some diva on set <laughs> and being like no i'm the fastest guy here <laughs> <laughs> like, and everyone's like hey hey everybody like listen Corey's a star. Corey's a star. Slow down a
1: little bit. Also, how hard is it? How hard is it to slow down? Like they have to keep yelling at people. They're like, we can't go any slower than what <laughs> yeah, Corey no. is going.
0: Is it? Is it the fact that like Corey Haim is that slow, <laughs> <laughs> or these people from this As, college are that fast?
1: I picture him in this, like having
0: hummingbird legs. They're just like, <laughs> yeah. For every like three strides he makes, like one, per- <laughs> like a normal person makes one stride. And they're just like, yeah, this guy, like, yeah, just, you know, he's like the fucking roadrunner. Tell that guy to go slower. I just see him getting frustrated, like, ah, again. Look at him. He's three feet behind me. It makes me look slow. Come on. Interesting.
1: There's another part to this review I hadn't read. He says, uh, also, I've never realized Corey was such a yes man. Always seeming to really kiss up to the director, like if he didn't, he'd get fired or something. Yes, sir. Right away, sir. Really formal and brown You're like Maybe that's why he's mostly in straight-to-video flicks
0: like this. Mm. Damn. Wow, that's interesting. So I wonder if he, like, just from being... Because I'm assuming he was just there for, like, the track scene. I scene? think
1: Corey Haim slept with this guy's girlfriend. Yeah, and like, Fuck this, guy. this guy just is uh, <clears throat> unhappy. they give it 2 out of 10, though. <laughs> So would have some redeeming qualities for him.
0: Yeah, he's like, I was I was there. Like I guess that's the part. <laughs> my of
1: it. my legs were in the track scene.
0: That's that's actually like really interesting because I could have like swore that that kind of changes my whole like perspective on it, because I could have swore out like Corey Hain would be like, no, this is how I want it. And this guy's like this guy's like way too close to me. And no, it's like the director's like, Corey baby, you are the star <laughs> You need to be so fast. Baby, you got to be fast for me. Baby, you got to be fast. I'm trying, coach. (laughs) He's like, (laughs) like, I'll run as fast as I can. All right, Corey. Corey just ran a quarter of a mile. We're done (laughs) shooting for the day, okay? We got our shots.
1: Walk down the hill towards the fence. Now do it again.
0: I would love to be there to see that. I would love to go back in time. That would be be amazing. amazing just like <laughs> that that is the one the one thing I'd ever go back in time for is the shooting of that track scene of Fever Lake <laughs> in 1996 or whatever 7 when when they probably filmed it fucking hell dude so
1: i can kill the man filming it
0: <clears throat> and be like what are you doing just let him be last <laughs> that would have, dude. Honestly, that would have been better if you would have if you would have like shown up like last. Of, like, yeah, and like people. Danielle's like it, consoling him or something. Yeah, like, or all those better, guys, Corey? Or all those guys are like, "You'll do better next time, Corey." And they're like slapping, high fiving,
1: slapping his calves. Yeah, they're like getting them like, up.
0: You're getting there, Corey. You're almost there, pal. <laughs>
1: All right, so we're at the uh, we're at the cabin, or we've uh, did the uh, diner. Oh yeah, so the diner scene after that with the waitress, she's the most pointless character in a in a movie
0: that they make important, that they try to make yeah,
1: important. There's no reason for her. Like she, no. they're like, okay, what are you going home? What's your route? Um, do you need a ride home? Nope, I can walk home. It's my shortcut I use every day. Okay, you do it every day. <laughs> must be saved. You're sure you don't want r- to ride home? Are you sure you don't want to ride? Uh, well, I, I'm, I'm good. I'm fine. Well, so she didn't die after that scene. She got stalked by a wolf. <laughs> in <the woods>.
0: yes. <laughs> she got stalked by the wolf. Here's my issue is because later on, she does get attacked by the wolf and she dies. But the whole, like, why are we having the waitress in this movie asking all the important questions when she goes to this random bait and tackle shop? Also, why does the owner of the bait and tackle shop know everything?
1: Well, <laughs> why is I he... feel like everyone in the town knows exactly what is going on
0: at all times. But like, it...
1: everybody knows about the spirits except for the sheriff.
0: Yeah, exactly. But why... Like, it doesn't progress the story at all. Like, it should have been that Danielle, Stacy, Steve, Bobby... Corey already knows. And, obviously, like, Sarah is, like, in on it and shit. But it's, like, this doesn't... Like, for the audience, it's, like, information for us to know. But, like, as far as, like, in the actual movie, it doesn't do anything. Because she fucking dies after. It's not like she went to their house and like, I gotta, I gotta warn you guys. Like I, I, I was told this and that, and you guys got to leave right now. It's like, no, she was, she was walking home again. She got fucking killed. That was all for nothing. Yeah. Violence. And I couldn't,
1: I didn't really get if it was supposed to be like a literal wolf or if that was like the spirit's yeah. energy was like wolf like because I was when the actual attack happened, it was like she was fighting the air and like sprays of blood were coming off of her. Like she was getting slashed or something, but yeah, yeah they're just like, were flicking blood at her while she rolled around and the camera shook.
0: Yeah. That, that was confusing for me too. Cause I'm like, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know if it would make sense that it would rule out that the wolf was actually the spirit because, the wolf is, like, terrorizing the sheriff while the s- spirit or the curse is inside Corey Haim while he's, like, slashing all of his friends.
1: Yeah, did Corey know, did he, like, see through the wolf? Was he hunting the That's... Wait- waitress because she was, like, talking?
0: She knew too much or whatever.
1: Uh, yeah. Okay, <clears throat> but that, it... ki- that kind of makes more sense because I was like, why is there a separate entity to the one that Corey is cursed with. But if it is, same thing. Maybe this is a great movie. I
0: don't know. No, but no, but think about this, Keller. Wasn't she just, like, walking home again? It's not like she was like, I got to tell them this. She's just like, oh, that's interesting information, sir. I'll take some worms and I'll go home. <laughs> <laughs> she had, like, a moment,
1: uh, like, talking to Corey or something behind the bait shop. That, yeah, right? Yep. Yeah, so I think Corey might have sent his uh the wolf inside him to hunt down I would trust her. The waitress.
0: Yeah, that Uh, could that could have been the case.
1: And then they spent twenty minutes during the movie with the sheriff and the team hunting
0: a a bear out in the woods. Oh my god. (laughs) Dude, can we talk about the sheriff? Like I, I honestly, like, deep down inside me thinks like he's like he was the best actor of the entire movie like he's actually he actually has like acting chops and i think he did the best out of everyone but in the end was his role not the most pointless role in the entire movie Uh he was just like literally a
1: conduit for information between what was happening clear springs for like yeah, from <laughs> Clear, Clear Springs. I'll, I told you once I
0: told you a hundred times. There is no evil. It is and, and remember evil. he he pulls the Matthew McConaughey and goes, All right, all right, all right, all right already. <laughs> That'd be me. another
1: drinking game is how many times Clear Fucking Springs says it's the evil sheriff.
0: It's here. It's here did it did it not seem when he first walks up to the sheriff when he's like fishing and he's explaining that if the spirit leaves the lake that it won't return until it's like satisfies his, satisfied its hunger to kill did it not seem just by the cadence of his like his sentences that he was like almost like improvising <laughs>
1: Well, I think he was just doing like a really like racist <laughs>
0: accent. Yes, I thought so too. The entire movie, I'm like, I'm like, first off, I am suspicious that this guy is even Native American <laughs> playing a Native American, and secondly, he is like very much leaning into like a stereotypical like <laughs> accent. Yeah, what is going on right now?
1: Oh my god, yeah, and his character was equally pointless i don't think the sheriff and clear springs had to exist like they could have easily been not in the movie because what was clear springs even doing was he controlling anything
0: was he just like didn't he do like some type of like seance to like he was at the end
1: oh maybe, maybe it was to ward it off but i always felt like he was just like experiencing or seeing through the spirit or something i don't know
0: You know, another thing that bothered me too is like the bait and tackle shop owner, like he didn't refer to Clear Springs as Clear Springs. He referred to him as the Indian. Like, come on. Like like small town. First off, he's probably not the the one guy.
1: He's the one Native American who lives on that side of the lake.
0: Yeah, they would definitely know who he is. I mean, that is just like, that is just insensitivity right there. Like, the Indian. <laughs> oh, yeah. You've been hearing stories from the Indian. And just like, everyone knows who that is. Like, that's terrible. That's <laughs> fucking terrible. Justice for <laughs> the white guy who plays Clear Springs. Justice for Clear Springs. <laughs> that's what I say. But yeah, seriously, I was like,
1: I was oh, actually. And how many times they went, there's no cabins on that side of the lake. Never have been. Oh, that's so right. So that side of the lake is the cursed side with the, uh... but, but also why is the evil coming from
0: the lake? Isn't it inside Corey? And also there's literally like no shots of like the lake other than like the fog rolling off of the lake that <laughs> it's shows that it, like, time. it would like have evil in it.
1: <laughs> yeah. And like, it's a wolf spirits coming out of the lake.
0: See, Killer, that That's what I mean when I say, like, I, first time watching, I'm, I was fucking confused the second time watching, too. First time, I'm like, I'm like, I'm a little bit intrigued, because I'm like, I don't really fucking know where this is going, <laughs> but I'm not dumb enough to be like, oh, they're really gonna get me at the end. No, I was like, I don't know where this is going, but I also don't think they know where the fuck they're going. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh. It was almost like they were writing, like like the script as they were going. Like, okay, yeah, that ended up working out. Well, what if Corey? What if you put these contacts in and you had green eyes and you start fucking <laughs> killing people? Well, I thought we were gonna have like some spear. No, 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 no. You did the okay. did Clear Springs say like
1: once every twenty years or something, or was it
0: just like? Uh, when the evil decides to come out of the lake maybe it was like every 15 years or something like that because wasn't it like wasn't it like 15 years ago a boy went up there on a dare and never came back oh yeah something something like that and then like i also when that like waitress is talking to the to the bait and tackle shop owner First off, he, he 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 refers to her by by her first name when she first walks in, but the entire rest of the time he calls her girl. And then when she's like, "Yeah, wasn't there a boy that went missing?" And then oh, he's he yeah. like, "How the how do you know about the boy? How do you know about the boy?" <laughs>
1: like, he just refers to everybody out? like by their title, like girl, boy, boy, Indian. <gasps> I completely forgot about the little boy with the sickle standing on the side of the road while they were driving to the lake. And then they saw him again, like running away or something. Oh yeah. The that's little right. boy did make a couple
0: appearances. <clears throat> I had no idea what his purpose was either. The first I time just, seeing really him. Spirit. Cause the girls pass him in the car the first time. And like, yeah, I'm just it's like, clean. I'm just like, What the fuck was that? (laughs) What was the point of that? It
1: was a little children of the corn boy.
0: A little children of the corn boy. And then also, like, when they do another, like, flashback of the boy, he's, like, stabbing some woman on, like, these steps, and he's clearly not even touching her with the knife. It's like, you couldn't have spent an extra $30 on a retractable knife for something. Well, what was the... So, is he a cursed little boy? Did he... That was Cory that was Corey's
1: character when, oh. he was, when he was a boy, okay, so it's Cory's boy ghost yes who is appearing okay wow that's uh that's
0: amazing it's hard to catch I had to watch it twice to understand <laughs> that
1: well like Cory killed a woman
0: yeah uh so i I was I watched the video on YouTube, kind of trying to like break down more of the movie, and I guess it was like, you know, how he was an orphan or whatever. He like killed oh. like the the orphan mother, his like okay. mother of the orphanage or some shit. They don't like they don't see it's shit like that that they don't even like explain. But then it's like the other stuff they like over explain the whole ninety minute runtime. Like so, shove, Corey's shove just like
1: perma cursed, like he's just gets a hunger to feed. Every now and then. But the evil coming out of the lake. Is just a completely. Separate.
0: Entity. See that's what I don't know Keller. Is like. (laughs) (laughs) I don't fucking know. Is like at the end of the movie. I'm like okay so now like. Is the evil gone for a while. From the lake. Is Corey good for a bit. Is like now. Or what does Corey leave and he can kill or is he going to go back to campus and try to bring more fucking kids to the cabin? Like, yeah, I was wondering if there was like a
1: timing on it where Corey was like, I know this weekend evil's going to come out of the lake and possess me or something. So I'm going to bring all these people to sacrifice. <clears throat> but, uh, apparently he's, uh, not, doesn't have to be by the lake to kill people. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff happening in this that I just uh, didn't know the purpose of it, really. You know
0: you know what also kind of bothered me, too? And it kind of, like, also speaks to the fact that the runtime was so long was that I feel like this all could have happened in one night, and I didn't understand, like, when Corey Haim is, like, Standing there, just staring out at the lake, and then Mario Lopez and Danielle walk out, and Danielle's like, "Didn't you hear us?" And Mario Lopez is like, "Yeah, we're 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 having an early night so we can uh we can get out on the lake t- uh at the beginning of the morning tomorrow." I was like, "That would never what? happen. That would never fucking happen. We'd be partying. We'd be fucking drinking. We'd be going nuts until four o'clock in the morning." And then we would also get up at, like, 7.38, and we'd do whatever we had to yeah, do. Yeah, you're getting, like, a good night's sleep to get in the lake in the morning. I don't understand it. I mean, they, I like guess before they,
1: it's, like, warm-out?
0: Well, and I I guess, like, they were, like, fucking drinking and driving. The boys were. That's right, yeah. <laughs> the entire time up there. Hey, Steve, Mari would not... It was, was Bobby passenger seat drinking. Oh, speaking of Bobby, did you notice this that when they got back to the car with the full tank of gas or canister of gas and they're trying to pour it in there and they basically pour like a gallon on the ground, they're like, <laughs> It's full to it's full to the brim now. It's I don't bursting. understand it. Did you, so well, yeah,
1: so what was the I didn't really catch like the deal with the car breakdown?
0: I was didn't it, like, either.
1: Was Corey like sabotaging the car or something so he could control the wolf um, from closer or something? Because <clears throat> uh, no, yeah, no. they like dumped gas in into there and it just immediately was full. Or, like, it like slushed, full. Out.
0: It yeah. <laughs> slushed out. It seriously slushed out. I just love that. Like that. Like they do that, and then also Mario Lopez's character is like. Hey, Bobby, go and, like, try to start the car now. And he starts it, and he's like, we got a full tank, man. And they're just like, that's really fucking weird. Yeah. like, you're just going to write that off? (laughs) I'd be like, I need to go home. That's the curse of the lake. But then the part that I wanted to bring up is, uh, speaking of Bobby, is that him and fucking Corey are like, shotgun, shotgun. They're, like, wrestling each other for a second. And then fucking Corey sits up front, and then Bobby's like, I always have to sit in the back. And it's like, motherfucker, you rode the whole entire three and four hours (laughs) in the front to the lake. What do you mean you always have to sit in the back? That's not true. You were drinking beers in the front seat. Bobby was blacked out. He's like, I don't fucking remember that. (laughs) Seriously, though, I was like – what like, the hell? On. No continuity. Well, none at all. Like the 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 dialogue is just like, is this character that stupid that he would just? Oh no, he is in the front. <laughs> come on, yeah, he does. You know you do, Bobby. I want to talk about speaking of
1: confusing storylines. um... Sarah's whole storyline. Oh my god! Uh, just like typing away that same opening sentence, and like she was always looking at her computer like super smugly, like she had something good, good <laughs> going for her thesis. <laughs> but <It's> the same <laughs> sentence. <laughs> like, she, she also that would make that would make you just die just uh the noise that that's a little
0: contraption of hers made oh typing. my god so yeah when she wasn't typing anything and some, and it was like typing in front of her do you remember that yeah first off why wouldn't you be like what the fuck is going on right now like they didn't have technology like that and she's like oh i bet you it was, it's steve messing with me uh did she say that yeah she's like oh i bet you it's steve messing with me because like the spirit put like terror fever like weekend or whatever yeah and then he was like writing like the evil is coming and he's like i bet you steve is just messing with me all right and then she's like all right knock it off and then she's like wait this is perfect and then she starts like typing on it (laughs) and then like this is perfect we go back like like 10 minutes later and it's like, how is the paper coming along? She's like, great. And it's like, the same fucking three sentences that was on there. It's like, you didn't even type anything.
1: I think, yeah, is her thesis going to be like one paragraph that she's going to turn in and be like her masterpiece? It's so good. All the, I need is four sentences. This is going to make me the number one journalist making a <laughs> <Number> one fictional <laughs> horror paragraph.
0: Yeah, that's because didn't she say that? She's like. I'm gonna write, like, fiction instead or whatever at some point. Like... I actually I don't think I caught that. She she transitioned her career goals. I thought she said something along those lines, and I'm just like, well, then you can't be a fucking editor of a newspaper, because you can't write fiction for a newspaper. Like, figure shit out. And she's also, she, like, comes, she's very, like, prissy, and she comes off just, like, like, she's better than everyone else, like, Like, remember the scene where the waitress, like, she didn't even fucking ask. And she goes, she's like, don't worry. I didn't get my first car until I was 17. And then she's like, I'm so excited to get my first car. (laughs) (laughs) And she's got, like, this, like, brand new, like, convertible. And then before then, she's talking about, like, well, I'm trying to be editor of the newspaper because... I can't wait until I'm a senior because by then I'm going to be back East. Like almost like saying like, I'll be like, I'll be at graduate school or something at by that point. Like, and they also kind of talk about like Danielle and the Stacy girl talk about how they think that she's kind of stuck up.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, she a hundred percent is so the entire movie. She talks in the same, uh, tone. It's the, I think we should play hide and seek
0: yeah like she's everything's smart,
1: like super uh
0: like dramatic and I don't know she if talks you... like she's like very sophisticated, yeah yeah, but that. it's like you're saying you're saying normal things, you're saying <laughs> you're using the same vocabulary as like an average human being, but you're just like adding like this like sophisticated accent to it being like, yeah, I'm a journalist, I'm smart, yeah, fuck you, maybe that spider really did like me people attract weird (laughs) things that would have been great like Steve maybe that spider really (laughs) did like me he's like what
1: people attract weird things Steve
0: gives him a wink I still can't get over that that was that actually threw me off guard this this time around because I forgot that he like said that because it was almost like Corey was like when he was staring down at the at the tarantula before he killed it like contemplating like am I gonna fucking kill this thing and then he stomps on it. He's yeah, like, so did he
1: does he have a connection with spiders? Because his, at the end, his mom which is inside Sarah likes the tarantula that crawls out. Is Was she a tarantula breeder b- before she died? Like, why is there a tarantula
0: <sighs> that she's, <laughs> she's friends with? Taylor, you know what we should have done for this episode? We should have reached out to the fucking director and been like, "Can we pick your fucking brain?" <laughs> why? <laughs> just be like, be like, "Okay, but why did you do this?" And then he would it would make sense to us. <laughs> I don't think it would. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, oh, "I was fucking coked out." <laughs> yeah. I just we, I had, a tra-
1: we had a we had a trainer on set who wanted to use his tranchulas. We had him on retainer. We'd already paid for him.
0: We already paid for him. That's actually funny because I feel like like some like studio executives are like like they'll approve a script for a movie, but if like obviously there's changes while they're like shooting the film, if they like change something, a lot of studio executives like I don't care what you do, but somehow you need to involve the spiders. <laughs> so I feel like that was like a demand from like somebody high up. And being like, hey, I gave you guys this much money. I don't give a fuck what <laughs> happens in this film, but there's gotta be a tarantula. There's gotta be like, all right, I got to have this weird ass scene where Corey stomps on it and says some weird shit. To Sarah. we also
1: have a goo guy that we have to use his
0: goo. So
1: we're yes, not going to use goo. like a broken up tarantula. We're going to use just a blob of goo.
0: Well, it's, it was disgusting because the goo, like, stuck to... Like, as he was pulling <laughs> up from stomping, the goo was stuck like, to the bottom of the shoe, like, like stringing. They can't spend that much goo in that one spider. Dude, spiders are full of blood. They're not full of goo. Like, I don't... <laughs> what were we watching? We're, like, I just... I don't get it. I don't get it. Maybe it was, like, in... Maybe it was a ghost spider and it ectoplasm.
1: I think that's the twist.
0: That could be I I don't know, this this movie has oh I it has so many issues and you know, Keller, when I first watched this movie, I remember when I got done watching it, I walked to my bedroom, my wife, I I woke her up and I said, Well, I'll never watch that movie ever again. <laughs> and I watched it again tonight and yeah. uh, and we're I, talking about it. I and we're talk- and we're actually talking about. It. I am vowing right now that I am never fucking watching this movie ever again. I might watch it one more time. No, you fucking won't. <laughs> no, you won't. Unless I am like drunk as shit with like friends or something, or like going if, nuts and like we're if looking you for and something I funny. get
1: together. And we need something to watch. It's not, it's in the back pocket.
0: Yeah, we've we scrolled through all of Netflix, all of Hulu, all of Amazon, all of HBO Max just can't find anything. We're like, you know what? Let's go
1: on Tubi, let's
0: watch some Fever Lake. <laughs> let's
1: pay three dollars on Amazon on Amazon Prime Video to rent it for forty eight hours. Is
0: that where you watched it? No, it was on uh I think HBO. Oh nice, yeah. Yeah, I watched it on Tubi. It had like four or five ads in between while i was watching it uh,
1: oh that's right i did watch it on uh amazon free with ads so it was like through uh oh, nice. whatever it's called so yeah it having that movie and having it broken up with
0: ads made it the worst possible watching experience yeah, yeah because it's like the ads like take you like not that you're like into it or anything but like the, ads, <laughs> the like, immersion Yeah, the the ads fully take you out where I, like, pull my phone out and I'm, like, I'm, like, reading something on, like, Bleacher Report or, like, Facebook and it's, like, it's, like, oh, fuck, now I have to, like, oh, the movie's starting up again. I have to watch this piece of shit? Like, (laughs) alright, let's put my phone down.
1: I do want to talk after, um, the waitress died. Just the sequence of events after that with the sheriff. Um, just entering into sarah's room while she's typing oh yeah and she just turns like and knowingly smiles at him Is like
0: oh you can just trespass now huh (laughs) well remember she was typing but then she ended up going into like the attic and like opening this chest and putting this like blanket around her yeah <laughs> make your fucking self at home i guess oh yeah so
1: at some point before that i suppose she was like possessed by the mom ghost of yeah. the house yeah but yeah the uh sheriff for for whatever reason just like stopping by being like oh yeah you remember that waitress you asked where she was how she was getting home before i'm heard that you uh were asking about that She might want to know that she died. (laughs) Yeah, She's dead.
0: She got attacked by a wolf. And I love how fucking Bobby, he can't say like wolf. He says like wolf? (laughs) Wait, she got attacked by a wolf? I didn't know there was
1: wolves around here. (laughs) Everyone's so torn up about it. And then Um, forget about
0: it almost immediately.
1: I love the pointless part of the movie.
0: I fucking love that Bobby is like hey, guys, that's really sad, but let's not let it ruin our weekend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I actually do like that the rest of them are like, come on, Bobby, that's fucked up.
1: Shut the fuck up, Bobby. We He's cared like, about what? her.
0: Why? We should be having a good time. <laughs> Bobby reminds me of Taylor. That's something Taylor would say is like, that's really terrible what happened to that girl. But we should still fucking party tonight, have a good time.
1: <laughs> we should still get to bed early so we can we can continue to swim tomorrow morning, really early.
0: Yeah, that was that was also a really odd sequence. Like Corey Haim is like standing waist deep, like fishing <laughs> fishing in the water, and then Mario Lopez and Danielle are fucking like in a rowboat just like circling him almost just like <laughs> like hey man how's the water feel feels great man feels great I'm like what is going on right now yeah that looks like a good party yeah that looks like a lot of fun well yeah remember before that bobby like like grabs danielle behind a shed or something and cory like oh my gosh she just disappeared she vanished, he said.
1: She vanished. Danielle vanished. She just vanished. And then they all sprint over like super panicked.
0: She vanished.
1: <laughs> Danielle, vanished. Danielle vanished.
0: She's not there anymore. <laughs> it's your, yeah, and I like, love it.
1: arms go grab her and like drag her behind the shed. You, you clearly she goes, see. Danielle you.
0: vanished. <laughs> <laughs> I love that like too where they, where they show up and like bobby and fucking how did bobby keep danielle so quiet until they all like huddled around there <laughs> too and then they then they come out and then they're like very funny you're, you're a fucking asshole bobby he's like i thought it was pretty funny and Corey Haim is like he's like i'm trying to, he's like trying to show that he's like the most mature and responsible And he's like you can't be doing stuff like that around here don't do that ever again this is Fever Lake. This is Fever. That's what he says too. He's like, this is Fever Lake. You can't <laughs> be doing do shit that like around that around here. around here.
1: Nobody does that on this side of the lake.
0: <laughs> because there's no other fucking cabins and human beings <laughs> on this side of the lake to do that either. And then I love just Bobby. He likes he always like talks to himself after yeah. the fact. And he's like, I thought yeah. it was pretty funny. God, poor poor Bobby. <laughs>
1: And then we get to the, uh, where they're like trying to play Truth or Dare, right?
0: Yeah, and they turn off like all the lights and have candles or some shit. Yeah.
1: No, I can't play Truth or
0: Dare. I can't do this, guys. I would never hang out with a fuck like that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Some motherfucker is freaking out about playing truth dare. I'm like, he's freaking
1: out about everything.
0: Like he's <laughs> not been a good friend this trip. Well, it's like, why did you invite us? You don't want to do anything. All you, you want to do... talk about the lake. <laughs> you just want to. What do you guys talk about? <laughs> what do you even talk about?
1: Yeah. Like. People around here hunt. That's why we have all these skins.
0: <laughs> oh my god. It's oh, not worry for about sp- it. He's like, it's not for sport. It's for food. Yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> like no one would actually say that. Like, <laughs> don't worry. It's not for sport. It's for food. People <laughs> people eat this. <laughs> Like that's like comforting. I was worried about that.
1: Um, yeah, so once uh Sarah mom Sarah suggests they play truth or dare or uh
0: hide and seek. College freshman playing hide and seek. <laughs> yeah. It's like
1: fucking <laughs> Steve. Goes out and just, like, stands behind a tree, like, 20 feet in front of the house. <laughs> He's, like, peering out the side. Like, I wonder if she'll see me. And Danielle is, like, also standing behind a tree or something, like, out in the yard. But she, I can't remember, like, what her motivation is. Like, she tries to get back in the house. Um, Or no, Danielle is making out with Corey.
0: Yeah, yeah, they go off like it's right before he like starts looking off into the distance while the fog is rolling in, and he like changes.
1: Yeah, so Corey goes back into the house, right,
0: and then locks it. I think so. Well, and then because Stacy and Bobby are like both hiding in the basement with each other, and this is where they get hot and heavy. They get hot and heavy. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like their whole entire budget was spent on that kill
1: really because like they only this whole movie for like being a slasher movie there's no slashing in the movie there's really no not a lot of gore.
0: but what about the after effects of like him pulling the axe out of bobby's back yeah all all of that i mean maybe not like the entire budget but like it probably cost a lot
1: compared to the goo and the well the helicopter shot that was pricey yeah (laughs) this blood blood splatter on the waitress cost
0: a few bucks dude i'm just thinking about Corey hame right now and i just see him like standing on the side while they're shooting that helicopter shot and he's just like looking at the director he's like we got a fucking movie baby we got a movie. <laughs> Just like super confident We're like we got a movie baby. We got a movie.
1: There's <laughs> no, there's no like actual Let's see like you can yeah. whatever is terrorizing the waitress is off camera. The axe thudding into Bobby's back like you don't really see it. True. Yeah, that's right. Clearly.
0: Steve dies off camera. I, we get, Let's talk about Steve and Danielle when they're trying to make their <laughs> yes, great please. escape. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, first of all, Danielle,
0: I can't remember why she gets
1: like, why does she get upset again? Like she wants to go in the house. or She's like waiting for Corey. He's like taking too long. Something like that. And then she tries to get in the house. It's locked. Then she just starts freaking out. Like, like I, I want to leave why does she get so scared from the door being locked? <laughs> telling you. And I don't fucking know. She starts screaming and just like is standing at the door slamming on it, like yelling for somebody to let her in. And as like she just like briefly stops doing that, Steve peeks around his tree and yells at Danielle like, Danielle, wait! Don't go! And she's standing at the door when she when he's yelling that. And Where's then, she going? She's not. But then no, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> then Danielle does run away after Steve yells that, and she just right. runs into the woods. She knows that somebody's died from a potential bear attack, and she's running into the woods because the door is locked to the house.
0: Why is there mass hysteria? That's what, like, does the fog... She doesn't
1: know what's going on. The only thing she knows is that the waitress got killed by a bear or wolf, so she runs into the woods because the door is locked. And Corey was acting a little weird. But then, Steve chases Danielle out into the woods. Because he's fast. Because he's fast. Much faster than Danielle. And steps in a bear trap.
0: Oh, that's right! (laughs) Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) So, she... They, like, pry him out of the bear trap. (laughs) I would be so fucking pissed at this bitch.
0: What are you doing? (laughs) Why are you running into the woods? Keller, this reminds me of the girl that you... That imaginary girl that you and I would, like, speak as. I'm scared. (laughs) What are you bringing (laughs) me? What are you doing to me? (laughs) It's like, that was how down, she was reacting. That, that, that
1: irrationality. God, Steve trapped in the bear trap for the bear that was supposedly killing people. That she was just like putting herself in harm's way. But she drags Steve back to the car, and he's just like, "Well, shouldn't we get the others?" She's like, "No, well, it'll, they'll not even they won't even notice we're gone. We'll just call them in the morning and bring you to the hospital." why was she so hysterical
0: (laughs) and then i also this was a big thing for me too is like steve's all he's been the level-headed one throughout this (laughs) he's been the good guy he seems like the smartest one of the group and then he goes well we gotta wipe the windows off before you leave (laughs) clearly He's like, sorry. Sometimes. Yeah, well, it was very foggy in there. He He's like, sorry. You. Sometimes the defrost doesn't work. So <laughs> I, we should wipe I the windows I love that off.
1: that was like a plot point, like the, like a big uh, barrier that they had to overcome was like, nah, sorry, the uh, defroster is pretty bad. has got to, you can't see, you can't see shit, Danielle. You're not driving me to the hospital <laughs> like that. And <laughs> she's like, no, I'll go out and wipe down the windows. Yeah. Like, then he had the line, Danielle, my ankle's sprained. I'm not an invalid.
0: Yeah, yeah. Very, very old term that people used to use. Well, yeah, it's just, like,
1: this whole interaction between them is completely insane. Like, it, no one it's like, how did has to be to that point? elevated.
0: How did we get to this point? <laughs> I'm sorry. If I was Steve and I ended up, like, from... Playing from fucking fishing <laughs> earlier in the day, playing hide and seek to some bitch fucking squeaking <laughs> out, me chasing after her, getting my foot stuck <laughs> in a bear trap, and her like wigging out in my car. I would, I'd, I'd walk I'd... <laughs> from
1: Steve's point of view. <laughs> Danielle, he probably didn't even see Corey go in the house. All he's seen is Danielle pounding on the door, screaming, and then running into the woods, yelling at her not to leave before she leaves, and then running into the woods after her, (laughs) like getting caught in
0: a bear trap. I just (laughs) bad night. He didn't get to make out with anybody either. I feel bad for him. Yeah, he was—he was the asexual of the group. He didn't—he wasn't worried about that. All he was worried about was making sure Corey wasn't getting bullied and making sure he was hiding well. He was
1: really into the game.
0: Yeah, hiding behind a tree while he's like peering the entire time. <laughs> you can like see his like his like shoulders. Like, She's not gonna find me here. Like, You're a three year old. Yes, she can
1: so when sarah is counting down for the game does she just like i feel like i was falling asleep or something but she does she just like uh go up to the room again to her room
0: yeah eventually she does one thing that happens is so when steve goes out to like wipe it off like she he doesn't come back into the vehicle, so like yeah. Daniel fucking wigs <laughs> out again. So well, she
1: goes, That's not really helping, Steve.
0: And then he disappears. She, then he vanished. Then she screams and then she like she Oh yeah, because doesn't some like some entity like open the the passenger door? Yeah, we don't see the entity, but she looks at it and screams and gets out. And then she tries running back into the house. The same house that was fucking locked <laughs> and pounding on the door she's screaming. And then and then she stops and starts running back. And that's where she notices Steve is like, Steve's dead. dead. She gets and back then, in the I car. Don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Why did she she goes back into the car? And is not that where she dies? Um, oh, yeah, there's yeah, the axe. axe like goes through the windshield. But that was also a weird scene because the axe like hit the windshield like six times and like never it cracked the windshield but never like pierced the windshield i'm like what's going on right now and then like we never actually see her like like a thud scene or anything it's just like yep she's dead because right (laughs) after that i don't know if you remember but sarah's computer says uh how many down two left to go or something oh yeah two to go I'm like what uh... the, the ending is just fucking bonkers because as this is happening and this is what i mean by the the sheriff's the sheriff's involvement in this film is is just it goes from like <laughs> He's going to be heavily involved to just like he is a (laughs) non-factor because he's like fending off this wolf and he's he gets like kicked down this fucking hillside and somehow miraculously lands with his gun. The gun rolls with him and he like ends up firing off. Doesn't he just fire off a shot and it like runs away?
1: I actually don't think I remember that scene where the sheriff gets attacked by the wolf. Really? Really? Yeah,
0: yeah, I yeah. He's like those. He's like in the thick of the woods. Like, come out, you son of a bitch, or whatever. And then it like it like sneaks up on him and like pushes him like down this hill, and he like falls like thirty feet down this hill. And somehow his rifle, like he throws his rifle out of his arm, and somehow it still lands with him. And he like he like fires a shot, and then like it runs away. And that's in like shooting yes. sheriff.
1: Well that's how you fend off the wolf spirit the one of the six spirits of fever lake that's how you fend that one off is with a shotgun and you have so... to squ- squish the spider with your shoe and you have to knock talk about the lake and you have to uh you have to acknowledge um crystal clear or whatever he's called. You have to acknowledge. Clear Springs. (laughs) You have to acknowledge. It's like a fucking water bottle company.
0: (laughs) And you have to be nice to Corey. You have. And you can't mention he's an orphan.
1: (laughs) I think Steve should have been the only one who's. He should have been
0: final, final boy. He should have been. Because it would have been awesome because Steve seems like a really like. Like naive type, where it would have been awesome to like just see the bad acting of him at the end. Like I had no idea.
1: <laughs> oh my god! My best bunk mate was a serial
0: killer. My
1: dorm mate, the fastest guy in the in the school. <laughs> oh man, I hate to run away from him.
0: All right, we 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 got to get to Corey going upstairs and confronting his the spirit of his mother because that confuses the that also just confuses the shit out of me because I'm like when was she ever evil she got murdered by by his dad what is going on
1: what is going on yeah and she said like is it her mother is it his mother or is it the uh woman he murdered
0: she literally goes come to mommy
1: oh yeah he does say mommy but bunch yeah so it's his mom yeah um but yeah like before in the beginning of the movie she doesn't even like she's just like hiding him away in the attic and says the
0: evil will be gone for good or something and how like obvious is of a hiding spot is that? The fact that it's not like a pull down, it's like there's an actual mounted ladder going up to the attic. And well, yeah, like... the
1: dad just like passes by and looks up at him like, there he is. Got the curse, boy. <laughs> Got
0: the curse. Just letting you know. Oh, and then I also love when the Tate or the uh, bait and tackle shop fucking store owners like. Yeah, and every time, it's always, just a, it's always just a young boy who survives. How'd you know that? How'd you know that? <laughs> every fucking time, it's just a young I think boy. He's, I think he's possessed
1: by the ghost of the dad. We don't know who is possessed by what at this point.
0: I just want to go back in time and be a part of that universe and just, like, actually be, like, a coherent human being and, like, <laughs> like like speak with these people. Because <laughs> Like, just be like, I'm going to ask you, like, an actual, like, a question you can understand. And you can answer me that way. Okay? <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? And I love how, like, the sheriff is like, I don't want to hear that talk no more. You're stirring up a lot of craziness around here. Well, he is the most pent-up, like, tight-ass and just, like, his, his asshole is, like, puckered and, like, oh, my God. Oh my god, there's something I I don't feel right about these 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 kids going up to Fever Lake this weekend. He's telling his deputy like right after it's like we're thinking that he's like going to be that character that like writes everything off, right? Like you know like yeah. like uh like those insidious movies where it's like the dad's always just like no, like <laughs> or even like hereditary where the dad's like there yeah, there has to be an explanation. This isn't uh
1: it, yeah, that is a good point cuz like the sheriff is simultaneously completely disregarding all superstition well i don't like those people being at that
0: cabin for superstitious reasons right exactly he's like contradicting himself yeah with that like i guess i could see him being like i'm not going to openly uh be worried about it yeah. in front of clear springs or like the townspeople." <laughs> my my good buddy clear springs that's what I, yeah what the fuck is going on there he's like and, and Clear Springs, is does he have a home? He's just <laughs> roaming the woods, and he just, like, comes out of nowhere. He's fishing down at some random spot in the lake, and he's like, Catch catching anything good today. <laughs> and he pops in when his car breaks down. He, like, pops out of the fucking woods out of nowhere, and he's like, I told you the evil was coming. <laughs> I'd be like, you're annoying. You're fucking annoying. You're know-it-all, Clear Springs. I... You know, that actually makes it worse. Like, not only am I, like, skeptical that this guy is actually, like, Native American, but the fact, I I honestly feel like the director was like, oh, we need a name for this, like, very spiritual character in this film. Uh, And they, like, look around. They see, like, a a water (laughs) plant, like, across the way. Like, Clear Springs. Yeah, his name's going to be Clear Springs.
1: Make sure to talk in a complete monotone
0: I thought I saw something. Uh, the and it. it's like, oh, it's like a parody film. What is going on? <laughs> why
1: are you speaking like this? But yeah, so Corey confronts his mom in her room. Mom, Sarah. Oh, yeah. yeah, we yeah we don't know the points of that. Why the mom is, if she's like possessed by the lake as well, or. She has the curse because I thought it was like a uh, passed down through the father son bloodline type thing.
0: Just based off of the first scene, Keller. I don't. I don't think they. <laughs> I don't think they even knew. No, nah. <laughs> I'm you, it. but
1: what? so I I must have missed it. Uh, the mom Sarah was like. I told you I'd be back or something. I told Mm. you I'd see you again. And I don't, I don't remember her ever saying something like that at the beginning of the movie,
0: but maybe she did. I don't remember that either. And (laughs) there is another point where it's like stuff like that. That's just going to go over your head. Like they don't make a point of making it obvious, but they make other kind of insignificant things obvious. Instead.
1: Yeah, I mean everybody, they're beating over your head that Corey,
0: Corey's cory was, was possessed and like a yes. bad guy. Yeah, like there's something off about Corey. Like I was almost half expecting, like they're pushing this Corey is evil narrative so much that like I'm almost expecting him to be like, <laughs> like not. a red herring. <laughs>
1: yeah, Steve like, comes out with next.
0: Yeah, like look at me, motherfucker. I'm Corey's <laughs> son. Now I'm really not an invalid. I'm going to kill you. (laughs) Uh, What happens at the end is he, like... Oh, yeah, he axes her, doesn't he?
1: Yeah. Like, I thought that was probably actually the best acting in the movie was Corey's confrontation with his mom. I mean, it was over the top, but it was, like... um pretty interesting combination of like fear and anger that he was having to portray
0: the special or the the practical effects are pretty awesome
1: yeah i thought that was actually like the most impressive part of what they put together was the mom
0: practical effects see keller we actually have a positive thing to say about this movie
1: yeah uh, i think really the uh beginning and the end of the movie got the most attention given to them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then isn't it like <coughs> excuse me after like the morning after the sheriff like shows up to the house. <laughs> yeah, finds all the
1: or like in the coffee shop um they're like given the exposition of how oh, like yeah, yeah. they went up and found all the corpses and stuff. I I mean, yeah, it's hard to just, like, walk past that whole mom-son scene. But I just am completely baffled and have no idea what the point was. Um, but, yeah, after that, uh, Sheriff goes over to the house and <laughs> uh, starts pouring gasoline on the shrubs. <laughs> and... <laughs> Puts a Molotov cocktail on the first step of the house.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's really wanting to succeed in starting this place on fire.
1: He's doing, like, the worst job possible at starting it on fire. He's just burning the bushes and the first step. He's starting from the outside, like the very outside. He doesn't want to I feel like there was, like, a homeowner that they were uh, renting this location from. Yeah. And they're like, okay, don't pour any of your, like, fake gasoline on the house. Yeah, like, you guys pour are, like. The trubs,
0: water, I, the pl- water the plants while you're here. I've been watching some of you, some of your filming around my property, and I don't, <laughs> I, I don't, you're not competent. I don't trust you to, like, have a controlled fire in my home. <laughs> and those, those animals weren't.
1: Eaten. That was was for sport. (laughs) Don't appreciate that. But yeah, that whole scene, that actually did make me laugh out loud was (laughs) watching him pour gasoline on just the shrubs (laughs) and throw a Molotov (laughs) cocktail on the step. And didn't it just like not even ignite? (laughs) Yeah. Well, it ignited, like the whole shrubbery ignited and then the uh Lake wafted some winds and the fire <laughs> went out.
0: Dude, that's just get a different job. What the <laughs> fuck are you doing there? Oh,
1: God. Jesus
0: Christ. What is I didn't get to finish. I
1: told you, Sheriff. I told you the evil would come. You can't burn that place down. So now you also can't burn the place down. Like wait, wait. Added so- war.
0: I'm not gonna lie. I didn't get to finish like the last like five minutes of the movie, and I don't remember the last five minutes. Did Clear Springs come back and he said that to him?
1: The Clear Springs, uh, like saw the sheriff walking up with a can of gasoline. Yeah. Um, and was like, "It's no use, sheriff. It's it's <laughs> not gonna do anything to the house. This is power beyond your imagining." Um, and sheriff fails it putting it out and Clarity springs is doing as i told you so bit again and i don't really remember if anything happens after that oh yeah uh cory gets driven away in the paddy wagon he's like being brought to a mental hospital or something mental hospital whatever it is
0: psych ward yeah psych ward okay yeah that's starting to ring a ring a bell, and isn't the is like eyes glow at the end or something? <laughs> yeah, I
1: think we get one more eye glow
0: to Just show like he still
1: got the curse.
0: <laughs> Jeez, dude, that's uh, that's insane. That's that movie is oh, uh, it's feel it feels like I'm trying to think of like. Like, the sheriff right now, like, I, I almost, like, side with the sheriff because, like, think about his experience compared to, like, the kid's experience. Like, he was skeptical the entire time, but he was worried, but he ended up just, like, fending off, like, a wolf the entire time. So, he never actually, like, <laughs> encountered anything, like, really, that looked, yeah. like, blatantly supernatural. <clears throat> he got proven
1: right. So, in his eyes, like, a wolf attacked me. It was a wolf that killed the, um, killed the waitress. And right, oh, right. waitress.
0: he just a ma- maniac. So, I – and then my thing – well, this might completely ruin what I'm about to say. But I was going to say, like, I could see him being, like, a realist and being like, no, you can burn the house down. But what do you think the sheriff's thoughts were like? Who the fuck murdered all these people? I mean, obviously like he's he's thinking like it was Corey, but like a little boy like that could do all the stuff that he did, like I don't know. Um yeah, like before
1: the like that weekend's murders, like all the stuff before that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can't can't remember if they ever addressed like If it was, if people knew that a little boy murdered a nun or whatever it was, I don't know. Uh,
0: Think you know what?
1: Things are better left unknown.
0: Yeah, you know what? Let's just thank whatever higher being there is that there is not a sequel to this movie. I was going to ask about that if they not that I found actually again. I haven't even tried looking because I don't want to find it because I feel like I'd feel obligated. i definitely to watch. watch a sequel. I'd be like, I. Corey Hames fucking back. He's like, yep. <laughs> you guys should come to my cabin this weekend. <laughs> fucking chill.
1: They just make like 10 sequels
0: with new groups of friends that try and. Uh... and- <laughs> Corey Haim is, like, progressively, like, getting older in each film, and he's, like, still a freshman in the fastest fucking college.
1: He just gets faster in every film. Yeah,
0: yeah, he's getting faster, but, yeah, I don't know. I feel like, holy shit, we're at an hour and, well, Jesus Christ, we're at an hour and almost 50 minutes of talking about this this movie.
1: Yeah, we've now spent longer than a movie that was way longer than it should have been talking about the movie. But Very like impressive. hey,
0: in fairness to our part, I feel like it it was required because there was so much fuckery to talk about in this film. So much. Seriously. I just uh Found out this was
1: originally titled "Demon Kid."
0: Oh yeah, "Demon Kid." It yeah, has
1: a 15-minute right. cut of it, or 15 minutes shorter cut of it. That I wish that's, I what, that's what I would have watched. Much worse title, but a f- great title for a movie. Is "Demon Kid"? Demon I'd Kid. Find that uh, fun. a
0: fun fever. I like. I like the title "Fever Lake." <laughs> I was gonna say, I feel like if they would have, if it would have been Demon Kid, I probably would have watched it because I am drawn to like, like lake, like horror movies. I know you are. Yeah, that I mean, it's a great those. setting for it, right? Because like we live in the upper like Midwest, so we are surrounded by a lot of lakes. I have lake place myself. Keller's been out to my lake place, so like I just kind of find it. Um, I just find it really interesting, like, when I'm out at the lake, and I'm, like, like exploring and, like, experiencing all this stuff, and I can see, like, movies that, like, kind of have, like, a horrific and terrifying turn on, like, your lake experience. I just think it's super cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's supposed to be a place where, like, you go in there to have fun. Relax. Um, relax for a vacation, and... Uh, it's slightly isolated. <clears throat> you got like small town vibes nearby usually, and uh, like lakes are just uh, good hiders of creepy things under the waters.
0: Yeah, Fever, wolves. Yeah. Fever wolves are in,
1: are in the lake.
0: Wolves are in the lake, baby. Wolves. <laughs> I know there's any wolves out here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're in the lake. Wolves in the lake. Yeah, they swim across the lake over here all the time. You should be inside the house.
1: But they appear as smoke while they're in
0: the lake. Just don't ask any more damn questions about the lake. You know what needs to happen? If either one of us like wins the lottery, we have to vow to work together and like on a one million dollar budget. <laughs> let's let's fucking splurge, baby. Make let's, a sequel. Let's reboot it. Let's reboot it. Oh my god. We gotta reboot it. We could ma- we could make this film right. We could fix the potholes. Come on. I wanna follow
1: I wanna just expand on the uh spider storyline that they had started. Instead of going what, to Lake, it's like we, we, we stick at the campus and
0: we're like like something with the spider goo is like contagious or some <laughs> shit.
1: Yeah, I want it to hinge around the gooey spider. I think
0: that's uh what people wanna see. Well, hey, folks, you're here to hear first. If either one of us win the lottery, we got to make that sequel. Please give us lottery tickets. tickets. We can't afford them. Everybody send us as many lottery tickets as you can purchase and just like send them to us because I, I know what the people want. They want a sequel to Fever Lake that focuses on the tarantula. I know that's what the public wants. Gamble, gamble for us.
1: Go play blackjack as much as you can. So totally, you
0: totally deplete your 401k and your children's uh college savings account and everything. Come on, you know it. You know you love that. Well, I had fun
1: talking. I had much more fun talking about this movie than I did watching it. I was that. gonna say,
0: like, I I'm actually like really glad that we we chose this movie at first. I was a little skeptical of it because I'm like, yes, it's it's super low budget but it's fun but it it might be something that's tough for because i know you you don't really watch those like lower budget movies and stuff like that like i know not that like you wouldn't like them but i know you haven't been like really exposed to like a lot of them so yeah I,
1: i definitely like by myself definitely don't go out of my way to watch them i i really like watching uh just like good movies like that like subgenre is something yeah I, I enjoy a ton with friends and stuff
0: yeah totally so yeah i'm i'm happy that we were able to do this and that you were able to to watch it and like we found enjoyment like discussing it like i found like a million times more enjoyment like obviously like talking about it with you than like actually watching the movie because it was just, like it's like fucking funny and like everybody who's listening just like think about it like think about like there are definitely times in your lives where you've just like you've had a friend over whether it be like i mean i think i've done it a lot of times in high school and stuff like that where like you've had a friend over you're trying you know having a sleepover or something you're trying to find something to watch you just come across like a hidden gem not that like a hidden gem is like it's like a good movie but just like a hidden gem and like this is fucking funny like this is like awesome this is like this is like, like I'm laughing with my friend. I'm watching this movie. It's like stupid and like so bad. It's good. When you find stuff like this, like, and you're able to talk to your friends about it, it's like, it's awesome. It's just amazing. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's great. So good for me. Great for my morale. Yeah. I mean, I'm
1: never going to forget this experience watching that movie. And uh, I think I'll definitely be quoting uh, some of the great, some of the great bits of, uh, uh, genius writing in there, such as maybe that spider really did like you. People
0: yeah, and practicing. also I want to say R.I.P. to Corey Haim. R.I.P. Yes. RIP to Corey Haim. Corey. I, I, in no way was I bashing on him as a human. I know that throughout this movie, I know that he had a rough life. I know that he struggled with addiction throughout his entire life and came to a very tragic end for him. But, um, you know, he 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 was an amazing actor. He made a lot of very good movies and it's unfortunate that he kind of went through those phases towards the later stages of his life. But, um, yeah, this movie is, it's, it's historic for me. It's historic, baby. It's historic. (laughs) (laughs) But, all right, man. Well, that's awesome. I, I, I know that, uh, I I've been kind of slacking on getting some episodes out, but obviously like I like I mentioned last episode, I have a good reason for that. Uh I re- I don't I I put on my vacancy You have an okay reason. I have an okay reason. I put out my vacancy episode. Do you ever end up listening to that one, Keller? Or have you seen Vacancy?
1: No, all these episodes you're putting out are things I haven't seen, so I need to be catching up with uh the movie watching.
0: Yeah, so I did a solo episode last time of uh vacancy and I updated the audience just about, you know, having a kiddo and Things are going to be a little bit more busy, but I'm going to still keep up with things. And so, yeah, this will, I was hoping I could do stuff on like a bi weekly basis, but I've been kind of doing stuff more on a monthly basis. You know, if things kind of start slowing down for me, which that's wishful thinking, I'd like to do something on a more bi weekly basis, but we'll kind of see what happens. Um, I'm trying to get crazy uncle Seth back on again too, but we'll kind of see what happens. Obviously we'll probably have Keller back on and um i'll i'll try to find that really like that like that that sweet spot in the middle of hereditary and fever lake (laughs) (laughs) any movie then (laughs) that is basically any average movie ever made so next time keller's on we'll probably do something like that keller knows that my favorite horror franchise is halloween so i think it would be really cool because I've kind of been, like, savoring that, right? Like, I've kind of been, like, waiting and, like, okay, I don't know if I'm going to get a few episodes in before I do Halloween because it's my favorite one. But if you guys want Halloween, I'll do Halloween, and I'll – I think I'll do it chronologically. So I'll do, you know, obviously from 78 to now. And if we do that, Keller, you and I got to do 78. We got to do the original. That would be fun. I'm down for that. One of my favorite movies. Hell, yeah, man. Well, awesome had a great time everybody is listening thank you so much for your support if you if you want more content go to our Facebook page it's the film room forecast uh, uh, on Facebook we also have a Twitter account same thing um, I'm posting stuff on there uh, just launched the website we're trying to get more content flowing through there I just put out um, a blog post about the Halloween franchise and Keller will eventually start doing some. Uh, guest posting on there and we'll probably start building some more content through that so it's going to be a lot of fun but yeah man we're going to be start uh kicking this thing off so thank you guys so much for listening and uh we'll catch you next time bye